Secondly, you can pray using other people's words. Um, like I said, praying using your own words can be very raw and authentic, uh, but so can praying using other people's words. This is a very common practice in the Anglican Church. Um, Anglicans have a long tradition of prayer books, of having written prayers called common prayers that uh, everybody uses together. Uh, there, there's something very special in uh, a group of people coming together to pray for the same things at the same time, uh, even gathering around the world at the same time to pray for the same things. And so that's why there, there's some real value in praying words that other people have written. Sometimes those who, who just love um, prayers that come from the heart, extemporaneous prayers are called, prayers that just come authentically from, uh, from our own words, sometimes people love those so much, they, they wonder how praying using other people's words can really be authentic as well and uh, from the heart. But I like to think of it in terms of um, couples having their, their song. Uh, many, many uh, a couple in a romantic relationship have found a song that they say is their song. And nobody faults them for that and says, well, you really should have written your own song if you really loved the other person. Uh, we know that songs other people have written can sometimes express things more deeply and more beautifully and more poetically than we ever could. And that's why we attach ourselves to those songs sometimes. In the same way, there are prayers that are written that can sometimes express something more deeply, more poetically than we ever could. And so it's great to use those prayers to express what is in our hearts, but maybe not expressed uh, quite as easily using our own words. We can also use other people's written prayers to remind us to pray for things we wouldn't have thought of. Every Sunday, people here at this church gather and pray for people around the world. They pray for people who are at home sick and couldn't be here. Uh, they pray for people you may never have heard of. They pray for people uh, far away that you may never have thought of otherwise. And there is, again, some, some real value in um, remembering to pray for those who aren't immediately coming to mind, um, trusting that God can, can answer prayers for people who are far away, that it's not a matter of us being close, it's rather about God being close, and that's what matters. Um, Anglicans have two books uh, that they have traditionally used for prayers in Canada. One is the Book of Common Prayer. It's about 500 years old. It came from England when the Church of England, or Anglican Church, was first established. It has some beautiful poetic prayers that are in, in fairly old language. So in the 1980s, a newer prayer book was written in Canada called the Book of Alternative Services. It's used at some churches. And uh, there have been a number of other prayer books written around the world by different, uh, different communities, some of which are used here at St. Paul's. Thirdly, there's prayer using no words, and this tends to be the least familiar uh, of these uh, three ways to pray that I've talked about, and uh, it's actually a really important one for us to remember, because there come times where uh, people will, will come to me saying, I, I'm praying to God and I just don't feel like he's listening, I can't hear him, I've been asking God to show me direction and to help me with this and I just don't feel like he ever talks to me and I've been talking to him and I don't know why I can never hear God, I'm trying to get his help. And sometimes you realize they can't hear God because they're doing all the talking. And so an important part of praying using no words is that we're willing to stop and listen to God. This can be a hard habit to establish because we're so used to thinking of prayer as to us talking to God. But we want it to be communication with God. And communication happens verbally and non-verbally, and it happens uh, both ways. 
And so um, I'd encourage you if, you, if you're well established in a life of praying to God, using your own words or other people's words, to spend some time learning what it's like to just enjoy being around God. To try that kind of prayer that just allows you to spend time in God's presence. It'll take some time to learn to do that without words. Take some time uh, not to get distracted. Sometimes, uh, you know, we'll start to pray this way and uh, a laundry list of things will come into our head. And uh, that can be, can be a challenging thing at first. So I encourage you to give this a try when you're ready. To know that words are not necessary. You can get comfortable and enjoy God. Just spend time with him and uh, be ready for what he may, may say to you. It's not always an audible voice. Sometimes it's simply an idea, a thought, or a message that is consistent with God's plan for this world that you've read about in Scripture. It's important that, uh, that we don't just take any idea that pops into our head and claim it's of God. We've got to compare it with what God is saying to others in Scripture and others in the church locally and around the world. So spend some time with that, uh, getting to know God, spending some time with him, and don't expect it to be easy right away. This takes time, so you, you can't just try it once and say it didn't work. You've got to really commit to spending some time getting to know God, spending time in his presence. And sometimes people will find certain disciplines will help them do that. They might light a candle, not to worship that candle, but to just have a reminder, say that Jesus is the light of the world. And that way, when they are praying, and then spending some time just enjoying being with God, uh, if they get distracted, uh, they can remind themselves, oh right, I'm praying, I'm looking at that candle, I'm praying to the light of the world, Jesus Christ. That can be helpful. Um, others will, will use something else to do that. Either way, it's not to worship that object, it's rather to use that just as a reminder to keep focused on God and communicating with God. Some people will use perhaps a cross symbol. That can be another helpful way to do it. You can do that using scripture as well, where if you're reading your Bible every day, you can stop and just take a thought uh, from that passage and just think about it over and over again. Just spend some time, what Christians call meditating on that passage, really spending time on it, getting deeply into it, thinking about how it applies and, and, and just enjoying that God has said those, those good things and wants them to be part of your life. So that's it for this week. Your homework is to uh, continue doing your daily reading of your Bible. Um, spend 10 minutes a day as well um, praying through Acts uh, or the Lord's Prayer. Add prayer to your daily routine. Or you can take the scripture that you just read and uh, pray using your own words. Whatever you feel you're ready for. If you're ready to pray with your own words, go for it. Use that scripture as a starting point to make sure you're praying things consistent with God's plan and God's will. Uh, secondly, you know, if you're ready to pray using other people's words, uh, use the Lord's Prayer. Um, or if you're in between, use Acts to get you uh, used to praying with your own words. Or if you're well used to those kinds of prayer, then you might want to spend some time trying to pray using no words and getting used to that idea. You might even want to keep a journal of what you're praying for so you can recognize when God answers prayer. That's it. And next week, we'll talk about what church and communities of Christians called churches have to do with being a Christian. Try using the Lord's Prayer as a model for your own prayers. Write out a personal prayer after each line below. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. 
forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Well, have a great discussion, and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye for now.